Hey, yo, good evening, good morning, happy Monday, Tuesday. Let me ask you about it. You know what it is. See about nothing and everything, pod. Let's talk about it. Podcast, Sai Augusto back. New Instagram, same podcast. New Twitter, same podcast. New handle, same podcast. But uh haven't recorded for the show for a while, so wanted to get a quick episode out of the way. Uh, I want to talk about escaping Candyland. Uh, pretty much what your man Dion Sanders did. Now this is about a week later, but there's still news going on. The celebration bowl went down, the bros was out. Uh, the Mighty Omega Sci-Fi, some of the capsules out there, Candy Canaan, uh, So Icy Boys was out there. It was a lovely environment. I went out the night before. It was just, it was awesome. It was a great experience. Uh, tailgating was dope. Stadium was packed like a new record for the Celebration Bowl. And say what you want, like knock him, say, oh, they lost the game. Grambling Twitter, Grandfam Twitter was out of hand showing up. We're the only ones doing the celebration bowl. Jackson State, look at all of that. You had the number one this, number one that, and y'all folded. Insane ticket sales, merch numbers, television viewership that outdid traditional bowl games. The celebration bowl was one of the highest watched sports programs that Saturday. Give it up for Dion Primetime Sanders, Coach Prime. This dude arrived on the campus of Jackson State, and I was somebody who was a little bit leery because I remember what happened with like Prime Academy where kids were there, and then next thing you know, the school didn't exist. Uh, you know, fudging, you know, alleged fudging of numbers, things like that with the kids' grades. So it didn't reflect well. And the question that people continue to ask was, if Deion Sanders goes to Jackson State University, it's great if Deion is going to Jackson State for the kids. But if he's doing it for Deion, it's not going to come out right. And now, you know, after one season, he's proven this isn't really about him, at least in some aspects. This is more about these kids constantly talking about the lack of uh, HBCU players that have been drafted or given looks or even invited to the combine. You know, telling people how, you know, something as simple as jerseys on kids, you know, so their mothers and families can readily identify them in the game. Dion did something huge for HBCU football this year. Not just Juco transfers and putting his son in there. Uh, not just, you know, bringing his other son and dawning him with the 21 as he had a couple of highlights through the season. It wasn't about that. Dion literally stepped up the game for HBCU football. Hugh Jackson recently hired as the coach of Grambling University after being an offensive coordinator under Eddie George at Tennessee State, who had a solid season. South Carolina State, the MEAC wasn't playing around. MEAC stepped it up. Hell, even on the D on the D two level, 
like schools, you know, uh, Miles College, former coach. Now I believe he's over uh, at Tuskegee. Like this is this is huge. The push for the pride of HBCUs, and then all of that through the season, despite losing on the week that you know no one, everyone assumed. Let's be honest, you know, you put a little bit of entertainment or wagering down. Everyone assumed that Jackson State would just roll up on South Carolina State, but Buddy and them don't go down that easy. They they was tough. They was rugged. You know, and uh, if you you know if you understand, and I'll get to this point next. There's South Carolina State solid history of putting players in the league and just being a hard nosed defensive team for years. But during that week, national you know national signing day for high school football, the number one prospect in the nation, Travis Hunter, down here by me, down here in Swanee, Georgia. Number one on the majority, if not all, say for ESPN, the number one recruit in the country. Tosses of Georgia had, tosses of Florida State had. Get these teams out of here. I want no part of them. I don't want to go to Alabama. I don't want to roll tide. I don't want to do anything that to thee I love. This kid committed to Jackson State University. And this is what I talk about escaping Candyland. The first thing that happened was the trolls came out. People like Doug Gottlieb. Oh, you're going to go there. It's less facilities. It's less this. It's not as good. It's going to be a horrible experience. Most of the trolls who are on the traditional plantations telling this kid, you're making a huge mistake. What the hell are you doing? Jackson State? It's FCS. It's this. But what happened was people showed their true colors. See, as long as the process goes the way it does, which if you understand the NCAA, even with this uh, NIL or uh, name, image, and likeness, the ability for these young men and young women in their particular sports to get paid above board, not under the table, not behind as people who, you know, who uh, won't say his name, won't say either of their names, but a former linebacker at USC, and a former wide receiver at Oregon, who I know personally, one since he was about six years old. I, I watched this kid, you know, whose family was never poor. Family did okay. But I watched this kid come in, VIP seat tickets, getting his palm grease. Hey, man, you had a great game against UCLA. And he's talking about, yeah, man, you know, some dude just came up and he shook about $5,000 into my hand. Kid at Oregon talking about, you know, how during certain times things were given when he excelled on the field. That's the way it used to work. But now NIL, that's out the window. Man, you go get you a Raising Cane sponsorship. The chicken is disgusting. I mean, I prefer Bojangles, but you go get you a sponsorship and it will pay you for your name, image, and likeness. Down here in Georgia, uh, the kid's name is uh, Davis. It's Jordan Davis. Like six foot six, six foot seven, 350, 360 pounds. It's just huge. Mammoth of a man. But he's got twinkle toes. Solid. He's going to be a high pig. This kid is everywhere on Morgan and Morgan posters. Morgan and Morgan's a law firm down here. I've only been living in Atlanta for 11 months. But let me tell you something. I know Morgan and Morgan is a law firm because the sign's everywhere with this huge kid on it. That's awesome for him. Now, NILs? Money above board, affording them those opportunities. 
the sky's the limit now. So now with these things being out in the open instead of dirty and bag men behind the scenes, you know, like the like the Pony Express back in the day where they pull up and they give uh giving members of uh, SMU cars and 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 money and parents TVs. No, no, that's it. Those are gone. The tradition of being able to pay kids to come to your college, allegedly, like Cam Newton, that's gone. No, everything is above board now. But all of these trolls, people who for years have been lying and making it seem like the NCAA was about amateurism and it was about these children, made it seem as if college football, one of the highest grossing entities for television, was about the young men in their education. People like Doug Gottlieb, oh, it's going to ruin their education. Mostly white men who traditionally want the system to work the way it does, so nobody gets out of Candyland. This Candyland, nigga, you don't, you don't go, Travis Hunter. You don't go to the HBCU. You don't go with a black coach who's trying to upset the upper court and trying to change the game. You don't go to the conference where now there's probably going to be a multitude of black coaches pouring in. Keep an eye out for Kevin Sumlin at a school like a Prairie View A and M or a Texas Southern. That's all I'm going to tell you. The man loves Texas. He recruits well in Texas. He's looking to get back in the game. He's looking to give back to black schools because he knows this is a great route. I could produce talent. If you're Travis Hunter, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to stay on Candyland. You're not supposed to leave the plantation. You're supposed to keep this system going where we lie and say this is amateurism and we give you enough money to go along. And if you don't make it to the league, well, tough. But we got what we've wanted from you. We got you to show up at boosters events. And, you know, you took pictures with kids at bar mitzvahs and all of that good stuff. You did all those things. We use your name, image, and likeness for years on video games, posters. We sold your jersey without your name on it, and you didn't get a dime. That's the system they want. And in comes Deion Sanders. A dude who was flying from Falcons games to Braves away games. Here comes Deion Sanders, a dude who who said about when being drafted, you know, they told him another Sanders, Barry, was drafted before him. And he said, he didn't necessarily say he was happy, but he said, you know, if it was Detroit, it's cold up there. I was going to make sure that for them to pay me, they was going to have to put me on layaway. The chains, the rap videos, the Jerry Curl, the women. This is Deion, now reformed, new man, father, focused. That's dangerous. You got to applaud what Dion did. But Dion, mm-mm, Dion is a little kid Django out here. You're not supposed to do that. Travis Hunter said he wants to begin to be the change. Within a matter of days, Hugh Jackson's up in California. You know, uh, young Oose, a young Oose up there. Uh, last name of uh, Bordo, Bordo uh, Polly receiver, somebody who played against Terrence Austin and uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, Polly produces good receivers. But this young kid up there, like 6'4", 6'5", he's got a younger brother under him who's DM, probably going to go to Grambling now because his older brother's there. Hugh Jackson getting like transfer. Alabama a m got like a Miami quarterback or UCLA quarterback. It's amazing. But that's not the way they want it to go. And they showed their true colors. Inferior facilities. Uh, poor education. The majority of your lawyers... Doctors, high-ranking people in criminal justice and the medical field are HBCU graduates. Not only that, but let's take into account being a member of a fraternity or sorority, endless opportunities. 
with the people who you'll link and plug into. I have a person right now who's who's training me to take their job. He said, the next two years, man, you you gonna have my job. And I I got put on strictly for the frat. For cause because I know some folks in the frat. Those kinds of connections, bonds. Some one of my cousins, he attended Kentucky State University. His son, when his son was ready for his son to go down and play a sport, he looked around, he told his son, he said, look, man, no offense, son, I love you, but you're going to be around white people your entire life. This is a chance for you to really be deep into your culture. This kid turned down Florida Atlantic. This kid turned down, I believe it was Central Florida. This kid turned down uh, University of Texas, San Antonio, a couple of smaller at the time, smaller schools, D1AA's, like Central Florida was cool at the time, but they weren't, you know, it was right before they really blew up, blew up. This is in between Culpepper and Bortles. They weren't dominating. And this kid looked up and he said, okay, he goes to Savannah State. Loved it. Loved it. But this isn't the way it's supposed to go. This game is supposed to be different. You are supposed to stay on Candyland. And people like Dion and Hugh Jackson and Travis Hunter – even Sanders boys coming because even they didn't have to come because it was their dad, but they came. South Carolina State getting a huge boost by beating the, the daunted, highly ranked Jackson State team. Oh, yeah, could, recruits are rethinking this. And it's not just the NIL money because that's what they made it about Travis Hunter. Oh, Barstool. Barstool's paying them. Why is Barstool paying them? Well, you know, uh, Bar Heat, that's, that's why you would go there, because you're being paid. And if he is, what's the difference between that and a kid going to get a some deal at Oklahoma or Oklahoma State or Arkansas up front? Nothing. The only difference is the black school. Immediately, Florida passed a law that said, hey, look, NILs, we don't want those involved. Once a kid's committed, a kid is committed. No flipping, no none of that. We're, we're investigating all that. It's the Travis Hunter rule. It's the nigga rule. It's for blacks. We got to stop this. We can't allow this. Y'all need to stay on Candyland. Nope. Freedom. Opening the doors. So when the argument is, you know, people, oh, this is inferior. It's not as good as this school. Wrong. Fraternities. Culture. History. A great feeling of self. Being surrounded by not just people on the institution who attend, but administrators, instructors. Travis Hunter, if he decides to stay all four years at Jackson State, he'll go pro. Like, don't don't get it confused. Like I said, South Carolina State, Robert Porsche played like almost two decades. The day after the Celebration Bowl, Darius uh, Leonard, uh, inside linebacker for Indianapolis Colts from Sac. South Carolina State University, it's like a second or third round pick. He's like the best, one of the best defensive players in the league. He balled out, went crazy. But no, that that doesn't happen. For years, safeties were coming out of, like literally all of your safeties from the fourth to sixth round who had 10 plus years were coming out of the MEAC, except for Al Levine Sr., who's still on the Baltimore Ravens, who came from Tennessee State University. People have carved out years of NFL careers. Tara Cohen, Chicago Bears, huge deal. All pro. 
it is possible all those Cromarty Rogers who just came through from Tennessee State, Jacoby Jacoby Jones from from Lane College. Come on, man, the talent is there. The problem is the talent's not supposed to go where they're wanted. The talent is supposed to go where they're tolerated. You see, when you're a large, talented, or short, talented, whatever it is, black male walking around the campus of a PWI, you are not Sean, Eric, Charles, whoever. You are the player on perspective team. But at the HBCU, hell, I mean, apart from the fact that the band low-key is, you know, really the place you want to be, but you're a person. You're an individual. You're not just a number. There's pride taken in wanting to see you succeed and graduate. My cousin just graduated from Grambling State University. And he every day I talk to him, he's so proud of being a Grambling State grad. I have relatives who graduated from Fisk, Kentucky State, Bluefield State, countless ones from Central and Wilberforce. And they will tell you, you know, of, of their jobs, their careers, their families, all that. But then if you, you, you know, not that they put their them being an alumni of whatever college above those things, but you can see this twinkle in their eye and they're, they're back on the yard. It's an amazing feeling. And right now, look, man, right, there's Dion, Hugh Jackson, Eddie George, Ed Reed, Kevin Sumlin, uh, 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 Jacoby Jones, uh, Brandon Marshall, uh, Chad Ochoa-Sanko, all these people who've shown interest in HBCUs, the coaches who are currently out there really doing the work like Buddy Pugh in South Carolina State. If it's uh, a transfer from UCLA or Florida State, if it's a Travis Hunter or more people, we are watching a changing of the guard. There'll never be another Eddie Robson, but God dog it, we might be seeing. We're watching something special. And if you go to Grambling and you want to rub it in his face that y'all want a celebration bowl, if you're in Florida State, you want to say you got a number one recruit, but you still suck. If you're down in Mississippi somewhere, you're saying, but it's just, you know, it's just Jackson State. If it's all those things, you could hate if you want. But God damn it, Prime is doing something special. Thank y'all for listening. Appreciate you. Y'all be well. Enjoy your weekends. Peace.